Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a February 13th Monday night edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia-Gunderson, a writer for BlazersNet.com, sometimes for the Associated Press, as well as former Blazer beat writer for the Vancouver Columbian. It is late. It was a long Blazer game, nationally televised, late start against the Atlanta Hawks. And the Blazers looked like they had this game. They led by double digits. They had a lead late down the stretch of this game. But Paul Millsap hits a runner to beat the buzzer at the end of regulation. And then the Blazers go ice cold down the stretch in overtime after taking a seven-point lead in the overtime and end up losing to the Atlanta Hawks 109-104 Monday night. Paul Millsap, as I mentioned, he had 21 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Dwight Howard with an efficient night, 19 points, 16 rebounds, though he did not finish the game. That that honor was was left to Torian Prince in the middle, getting minutes down the stretch and, and playing really well as a, a, as a small ball four kind of as as Millsap played center down the stretch for Atlanta to to to, to win this game and uh, Portland now falls further back in the playoff race for the Western Conference eighth seed, which as I discussed last night with Adam Mars from Denver Stiffs this this trade uh, between both teams uh, getting rid of Mason Pumley for the Blazers' perspective. Uh, it's hard to look at that any other way as other than a, than a step back in the short term. Portland played well tonight. I I kind of liked how they played. They jacked up a, a ton of threes and it almost worked. They were. Uh, extremely close to winning this game against a good Atlanta ball club. But uh, they're going to need to figure out how to get by without Plumlee. Damian Lillard, who so often relies on Plumlee to create shots with dribble handoffs and hitting him with backdoor cuts and things of that nature, Lillard is going to need to um, learn again 
uh, and the, the the Blazers lose this one down the stretch. Their execution wasn't great on, on crucial possessions. They had a couple of chances where they had shots, but they missed them. Uh, C.J. McCollum got to the basket late, missed a, a gimme layup down the stretch. Uh, that I'm sure he he is is mad about, and then uh, he had a, the ball slip out of his hands a couple times. That kind of delayed or made awkward his chances, and uh, down the stretch he 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 didn't make a a shot that would have uh, put the game away up to giving. The Hawks a chance to to tie the game, and uh, I I've been pining for for McCollum to to get more chances down the stretch in close games, and I think he's warranted it with the way he played. And I'm not mad with, with the plays that were called for the Blazers tonight. It was, it was just a matter of execution. They didn't make the shots that they needed to make down the stretch to win this game. And Atlanta made all of the plays that they needed to make. Uh, another note down the stretch of this game. The Blazers need to find a new guy to pass the ball in uh, at the end of games. Mason Plumley, it hit me in the middle of that of that close game that Mason Plumley was the guy who passed the ball in, and that is uh, a pretty important job. And of all the guys that are, are left over, uh, other than Damian Lillard and, and McCollum, I, I guess, you don't really have a lot of great passers now that can do that job. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, who's going to take that job going forward. Uh, Alan Crabb was it looked a little confused and had to call a timeout on one play and then on another play, um, then on the uh, on the last play for the Blazers in overtime, down by three, they needed to get the ball full court. Stotts put in Pat Connaughton. He does have a good arm, of course being a uh, pitcher in the Baltimore Orioles system, but he missed the strike zone, so to speak, on uh, a pass to C.J. McCollum that was intercepted by Prince to cap the game off. And the Blazers had a lot of time, or at least they had enough time to... They had enough time to get the ball up to court without having a, a a pass that got the ball up the floor that quickly, and it was uh, a frustrating loss for if you're the Blazers if you want to make the playoffs. Now, obviously, this move is a step back and takes the 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 Plumley trade is a step back, and so obviously they are on paper not as good of a team right now and and their chances to make the playoffs are have been lessened by by giving Denver uh a, a, a Mason Plumley who is a, a pretty good offensive player and a guy that helped Portland a lot and was Portland's best center so um they lose and we 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 will probably have to start talking about the draft if, if things continue like this and, and, and start looking to, to college basketball and, and stuff like that. And, and I know that that's what uh, some uh, that's what a lot of uh, fans want because this season has uh, been disappointing and because of the, the money that the Blazers have committed to their team. So uh, in terms of adding talent with their cap number right now, 
the the draft is the, the pretty much the only way to do that and there were a, a couple of moments during uh the, tonight's game Yusuf Nurkic spoke to the media uh among one of the things that he said he said that you know, he's willing to do whatever the coach asks of him uh obviously new player saying all the right things uh we'll see what happens Myers Leonard got the start tonight and while he did not shoot the ball well much to uh the dismay of uh, of folks who were watching the game on Twitter he was over 6 from 3 and 1 of 7 from the field I actually thought that Myers played uh pretty decent for uh not making any of his shots and I I don't think that he limited his game to just shooting three pointers he crashed the offensive boards a little bit more tonight he uh didn't have a great game but I thought that he was okay uh I thought he was okay uh obviously I I I expect Nurkic if he's available on uh Wednesday to get the start but uh the Blazers have already been pretty active in talking about Nurkic's need to get acclimated to the team, and 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 maybe uh, we we don't see Nurkic start until after the All Star break, which is coming up after their game on Wednesday against Utah. Uh, but the Blazers lose it one hundred nine one hundred four, and as I mentioned, there were a couple things that happened uh, tonight at the game. Nurkic spoke to the media, and uh, the other. Thing that came out from the game after the trade was Neil Olshay uh, in a statement given in, a, in an interview, excuse me, uh, with the Blazers, uh, with the Blazers reporter, sideline reporter, Brooke Olsendam. Uh, he talked about wanting to be realistic about the cap going forward. And Obviously, he talked about how the Blazers didn't really want to lose Plumley, which is, is is a great thing to say. Uh, the the thing that you want to say uh, when you're you're trading away a player, especially if you want to have the perception that this is a a good franchise to play for. So you don't want to you know kick guys when they're on the way out the door. That's just good business. Uh, but he, he, I really found it interesting that he was pretty up front with the reasoning why, which is a no-brainer if you look at the cap sheet, Plumlee's going to become a free agent, and the Blazers couldn't afford to pay him, and they also, just with their total salary, they realize that they're going to have to, to do things, and that they had to get the, the, the salary down, and and swapping Plumlee for Nurkic only does that a little bit, and uh, Olshay said that the Blazers are active, so that is what he's saying through the Blazers media. That's also been, been what's been reported by uh, a lot of folks. Zach, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, reporters are indicating that the Blazers are not done dealing, which of course they're not. Uh, they have three first round picks, but uh, I don't think that that's going to be the, I don't think that's going to be the end of it. Obviously Olshay has uh, performed really well as a uh, drafter. And, and he loves the draft, so obviously they, they would love to keep those picks, uh, or he would love to keep those picks. But we'll see if they can package those together f- with something else for, 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 something, for something 
bigger. Who knows? Uh, according to Olshay, that the league is very active right now, which again drives with a lot of the reports that we've been hearing that this is a, a super active trade deadline and a, and a super active market. So we'll, we'll see how that progresses. Some of the the one of the funnier notes that that has come out of uh, that statement was. Uh, one of the things that he said that you know we're probably a six point swing overall from being a six or seven seed versus where we are today. Obviously, uh, it, that's something of an exaggeration, but uh, the Blazers, I have said it multiple times this season, have just had some bad luck at times and uh, have been snake bitten, but they've also, uh, you know, th- there have also been enough times that it's happened where. You can't just chalk it up to bad luck. So uh, I, th- that's kind of where I stand on that statement. So I, I, I see where he's coming from uh, in terms of the fact that they've lost a lot of close games and that has uh, impacted where they are. Uh, six or seven points, obviously, it's it's not that small of a margin over this long of a period of time. But I think as a just a figure of speech, uh, th- there were a lot of moments like that where uh, the game swings on a dime, and I think last season, obviously, they they, they won uh, a lot of those. They won a lot of those games after a really bad start to the season in those situations, and Portland was really never able to recover after struggling in late in games uh, in clutch situations this season. So Olshea says that they're not done, and I believe him. Uh, and 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 they have a big cap sheet and they have uh, a lot of guys that still have a lot of money and, and, and Plumley getting rid of Plumley now helps, but they're still going to run into a luxury tax situation. So, uh, they may, uh, be just trying to kind of disengage from some of the deals that they made, but we'll see, uh, if the, the market is as active, uh, then, uh, they have a lot of time to figure things out, and also uh, we could hear a, a lot of stuff start to pop off this weekend when the entire league is in New Orleans for All-Star Weekend. So I expect that chatter and things of that nature will pick up when the league is all in the same place as they will be in New Orleans this coming weekend for all the All-Star festivities. Uh Portland, once again, loses to the Atlanta Hawks, 109-104. As I mentioned, Yusuf Nurkic talked to the media, talked about what he's going to do. He did not play. Uh, I expect that he'll be in uniform uh, against Utah, but it it seems like they were pretty, uh, or at least Olshea was was pretty coy about getting him acclimated to the system, so we'll see if, if he will play Noah Vonley, uh, I, I would guess maybe is a guy that that I would think is not going to play, but uh, the more I think about it, the more we've seen Davis on on the bench a lot and getting DNPs. And if if Nurkic comes in as a young guy that the Blazers are investing in, they gave up Mason Plumley for him. I would expect that it, we're going to see a little bit of a youth movement, and with Lillard and McCollum. They're going to be in games, but it, it seems right now that this is going to be a, a development season. And Ed Davis was great tonight in this game against the Hawks. He had 11 points, 13 rebounds, 
six offensive boards. The Ed Davis that we knew last year, uh, it looked like the old Ed Davis was back tonight. And he, he provided a lot to this Blazers team down the stretch of this game. I thought was really good, but he fouled out. And I, I, I've thought of him as a guy that to potentially get traded to a team that is going to make a, a deep playoff run because he's a guy that his skills uh, can really translate into any context. And I think that I know his finishing has, hasn't been as good this year, but if he, if he gets on a team that, that has aspirations to make a deep playoff run, say Golden State or, I don't know, Houston or something like that, uh, I, I don't know who exactly it would be, but uh, maybe he's a candidate to get dealt because just the way we've seen the minutes be distributed – it hasn't felt like he was part of of the future, and even though he played really well tonight, uh, when Nurkic is fully dressed, I would expect that we see Vonleh still get some minutes, uh, just because I think that's where the focus of the season is starting to go, and the Plumley trade obviously takes them back in terms of their on paper win total because he was a, a really good plus minus guy for them and their best center so Blazers are, are, are taking steps back and it'll be I think the Ed Davis minutes will be a good bellwether for where this team is going because when Nurkic comes onto the team if Ed isn't playing a lot I would I definitely think uh I wouldn't say that the tank is on because you have Damon CJ still playing but I would not say that they're putting their best foot forward. And uh, they haven't been necessarily doing that for for a little while, and maybe that's because uh, they've struggled. But uh, they're... I, 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 I would like to watch... I'll just watch Ed Davis's minutes, and that'll tell you, I think, uh, what the focus of this season's going to be. Tanking is not a word that I would use but developing and, and, and a team that is not really worried about making the playoffs and kind of going back to that same mission that they were on last year, except this season, of course, with a much higher payroll. So Olshay, uh, I think, is going to work on lowering that payroll. And as he said, the Blazers are active, and I think lowering that payroll is of great interest. So... Can they do that in the next 10 days? We'll see. That's, that's I think, the thing to watch for. And I think a a, a good bellwether as to what this season's going to be for this team is when Nurkic is available to play, how many minutes Ed Davis is getting. Because if it's not a lot, and I don't think it's going to be, this is going to be definitely development season. And if they make the playoffs, it will be, uh, you know, something that they could not, something that they couldn't prevent because they're they're going in a, in a in a different direction I think and I guess if if they make the playoffs with a bunch of these young guys playing a lot then that's ultimately a good thing but it's going to be hard in Denver tonight with 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 Jokic in the middle get a Jokic has a triple double and they and they beat the Warriors and the, and the Warriors or the Nuggets excuse me were without like six of their guys and there that's another team that everyone says is still very active they have a lot of guys that again kind of like ed davis can help 
that can help teams that are going to make deep playoff runs, guys like Gallinari or Wilson Chandler. So I think there's still a lot of moving parts here, and uh, I can't wait to see where everything is once the dust settles. Blazers lose tonight. They fall now to two games back of the Denver Nuggets, 48 seed in the Western Conference, but that gets them closer to a better draft pick. And uh, while they are in the playoff race in the Western Conference, they're actually not that far from some of the worst records in the league and getting a really good lottery pick. So uh, this is a season where you don't necessarily have to pull a, a Philadelphia to get a good shot at a really good lottery pick. And I don't think Portland's going to have a chance at a, at the top lottery pick, but uh, I, I definitely think that they'll have a, a chance at a, at a nice one in the top 10. Uh, if just as the season goes along, if, if this development season doesn't, uh, become basically a surprise if, if playing a bunch of these young big men the majority of the minutes unless that works out I don't see them uh, making the playoffs and 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 that is going to increase their chances and there's a lot of teams that are kind of fighting for the playoff spot but still don't really know what they're doing like Dallas and and it seems like Dell Demps is trying to save his job in New Orleans and, and it looks like they're trying to make a deal to kind of stay in the playoff race. And then there's Minnesota still lurking back there without Zach Levine, not really likely to, to make a run at things. And and then you have Denver, uh, who is going to give Jokic even more shine. And, and they're going to get a boost off their bench in Plumlee, who's a guy who will contribute and, and be a really nice backup center for them behind Jokic. Uh, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You should really check out all of the NBA pods on the Locked On Network. Definitely check out Locked On Nuggets. We had Adam Mars, who hosts that, on the podcast on Sunday to break down the Plumlee-Nurkic deal and give us some intel on Yusuf Nurkic from the Denver side of things. And you can subscribe to Locked On Blazers on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audio Boom the people who host our podcast tune in fm wherever you can get a podcast you can find locked on blazers five-star reviews would be greatly appreciated tell your friends and we'll be back with you as soon as possible the blazers are off until wednesday and then they're off for uh, quite a while for the all-star break except for cg mccollum who will be in the three-point shootout but until wednesday at the latest It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17